There you are. Welcome to 400 Words of Horror. Welcome, welcome to my horror haven. First things first, you have to remember that you're here by your own volition. These stories are not suitable for everyone, so listening discretion is always advised. You can always check the warnings and leave the room. That's always acceptable. I'm not here to scare you for pain. I love to have fun with these stories, you know? You're still here. That is great to see. I would totally be okay if you left, but I'm glad you're still here. Now, sit down and... <sighs> you know what? I don't feel like telling a story myself today. What to do? What to do? I think I found what to do. If I learned one thing from humans, it is that you guys can avoid any responsibility by just putting a media in front of it. So let me just... <clears throat> old-fashioned way. Here is the tape of today. This one is about to get loud, so please be careful with your ears. Let's start! Look, Leslie, I know this is distressing, but I can't help you if you don't let me. How long have we been meeting now? It's been months. We still haven't addressed the root of your phobia. So, I'm going to ask again. What happened the night you returned from the camping trip? Nothing. It was nothing. Just a dream. <sighs> I think we both know that that's not true. I don't... I can't talk about it. <sighs> I need the truth, okay. Leslie. Okay, fine. Calling it a nightmare would be far more accurate. People always underestimate how hot it gets in Massachusetts in the summer. Sure, we're up north, but it gets hot all the same. After I'd been in the sweltering woods for a weekend with my family, I was so excited to sleep in my own bed with the AC. I really never was an outdoorsy person. Fuck the outdoors. Unfortunately, in mass, a lot of houses don't have AC, so you need to use those window units. The only problem is that sometimes the shitty units aren't fully sealed and, well, bugs get in. I had climbed to the top of my loft bed. Imagine a bunk bed, but with a desk instead of a second bed on the bottom. Yeah, it was a little warmer up there than the rest of my room, but it, I was used to sleeping off of the ground up there. It was my comfy nook. I'd had this bed forever, and I knew full well that I couldn't sit upright without bonking my head on the ceiling. Centered on the ceiling above me was a bedroom light. It was also a bit of a challenge to climb down sometimes, because there was only a single ladder and... Ugh. So, sorry, I'm procrastinating again... 
I swear that's relevant though. So, anyway, there I was, laying in my bed with the AC humming away, doom scrolling on Instagram. I felt out of the loop having been without reception for the weekend, but at least I had some gorgeous photos to post later. I hate the woods, but you can't deny that you can get some great shots. According to social media, no one seemed to have done anything particularly remarkable that weekend. Have you ever been on your phone in the dark when a bug was drawn to the light? It sort of flits by or lands on the screen. But it's damn annoying. I had a visitor. This thing kept almost landing and then flying away. When I swatted, it would loop from my phone back up to the residual light the bulb in my ceiling fixture was giving off. It continues to glow dimly, very slowly fading. The bug, beetle, whatever, whatever the fuck, kept catching my eye. It was a pale, almost white that stood out against the darkness in my room. It seemed almost as if it was giving off its own light, but it couldn't have been. Yeah, no, it couldn't have been. Every time it landed on the light, it would crawl around on its nasty legs. I could see the dark outline of three flies that had died what was probably months ago. Their carcasses were backlit against the fading light. For some reason, those flies caught my attention. My phone had been forgotten about. I was distracted enough not to notice the beetle creeping towards my face. At least until it landed smack dab in the middle of my forehead. I swatted at the itching sensation and it felt my hand connect with the bug. I had hit it and given myself a massive headache in the process. I searched everywhere for the fucker's corpse but couldn't find it. My resentment for it grew, gnawing away in the back of my mind. In hindsight, I realize that's hard to understand. Like, it's just a bug less chill. I don't know, maybe the heat got to my head and that's why it had such a volatile repulsion to it, but that thing was almost unnatural in its nagging persistence, flitting an oddly pale exoskeleton. I was unnerved that I couldn't find its carcass anywhere. I even used my phone's flashlight. No luck. Eventually, exhaustion came for me. The AC felt nice and its hum was calming, so I passed out. It was sometimes later before I woke up again. You know how the night goes from a soft to a deep darkness as it gets later? The darkness felt heavy in my room and it felt... off. I still don't really know what it was or how to explain it, but the night felt wrong. What had awoken me, I realized after the brain fog had cleared a bit, was itchiness on my arm nestled under my covers. Still laying in bed, swathed in my comfortable sheets, I unconsciously went to scratch. I looked towards my arm. The sensation had become prickling. I noticed what seemed like a glowing under my sheets, the prickling became stinging, and I was overwhelmed. Panic set in. I ripped off my covers and hidden under them was a mass of 
squirming, writhing bug bodies. I couldn't see past them in the dark. I couldn't see the skin they were crawling on. Not my arms, not my legs. They were everywhere. As it... As I twisted to get out of bed, maneuvering my body so I didn't fall over the sides of my loved bed, I thwacked my head on the ceiling. In full panic, I felt them continue climb up my arm, to my shoulders, my neck, and eventually reaching my hair. I swear I could feel them climbing into my ears. <gasps> That's when I woke up. My real body ceased, like how in dreams about falling you wake yourself up with convulsion. After some frantic wriggling and twitching, the adrenaline began to fade as my body realized it wasn't actually in danger. I fumbled to turn on my phone's flashlight. I needed to be sure. I needed to know. It was just a dream. And it... It was... It was just a dream? There were no carcasses, alive or dead. Only the three flies I'd seen in my light's fixture. It had to be a dream. It had to be a dream. It was. It was just a dream, Leslie. I, I know. It's just that sometimes I can still feel them on me. The itchiness. The itchiness never fully goes away. The worst is when I'm in bed at night, maybe unsurprisingly, I can still hear them sometimes clicking away. What do the bugs feel like, Leslie? What? What, what do... Can you hear them what? now, Leslie? Oh my god, oh my can god! Can you hear them now, Leslie? What? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear them now, Leslie? Well, I did tell you to be careful with those ears. Well, that was all for today. So skitter, skitter away, dear. This has been 400 Words of Horror, a bi-weekly horror-themed ontology podcast by audio drama enthusiasts who want to get into the audio drama world as creators. Today's story was written by Lisa J and audio engineered by me, Jem Aydin. The therapist was just Jenna, and Leslie was Eli Schwartz. The sounds used in this episode are all from free sounds. You can find all those and more in our episode documents. If you want to support the show, you can do by becoming a Patreon, leaving reviews, following us on Twitter and Tumblr, sharing the show with your friends, and talking about us in your circles. Thank you to Cake, Sasha, and Jen W for being our henchmen. And thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back in a few weeks with more tales to tell. We won't keep you waiting for so long. Bye!